Access denied. Access denied. Access denied. Access granted. Shit you told me I believe The smile on your face The only thing I can't read Nothing now you back inside my life It's gonna take more than that To set it right though Cause you so fucking Out of line Forever letting them taste What's mine Taste what's mine Taste what's mine You so fucking out of Feel like you owe me checks Owe me time Owe me sex Long nights, no reply. I got no regrets. You disrespect, disrespect. Only time I seen you now's on the internet, just to see if it's somebody else that you tied to. I hit you back when I decide to. You got my tattoo, we was tribal. Then you left and we turned rivals. Now you back, it's our revival. They don't make you feel like I do. They don't make you perform for me. You was my American idol. How you rock the mic, man? We went from long text, now they shorter than a high school. Seems like all you got is hate for me. All you ever did was take from me. Cause you know you. You got that walk from me How you dress and how you talk from me Let's not ever disrespect what I meant to you It took us being over to see all I did for you All that shit you told me I believe The smile on your face, the only thing I can't read Nothing, now you back inside my life It's gonna take more than that to set it right though Cause you so fucking Trying to let the past pass, ain't no future in that, yeah I stay 100 like my dash, yeah He coming faster than the flash, yeah Is it all mine, all mine? You know me, I had to ask Can I hit it like a crash? Sipping peanut by the glass, glass Honestly, I had to take the time to let my ego go Realize that that held us back and back's not where we need to go This don't replace what you did to me This don't replace what I did to you Sometimes it ain't about what we did and didn't do It's about what we get through Look, I'm not trying to play the blame game Point the fingers while we skip the point Knowing that we both want the same thing Riding for each other even if we gotta change lanes If we don't work it out, shame, shame I can't touch these souls I can't trust I don't wanna have a fake us But all that shit you told me, I believe The smile on your face, the only thing I can't read Nothing, now you back inside my life It's gonna take more than that to set it right, though Cause you so fucking out of line Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is the show. This is Family Time with Uncle Sean, Don P, and I am. Uncle Sean, Don P. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And just like I do every single time, man. Your uncle's gonna get you right back into the motherfucking mix, man. Let's go! With the temp tag, I'm getting money, I don't get mad. Uh, ask a nigga in my hood, he gon' say that I'm stamp. And when them situations came, I came out like a champ. When it was pouring down rain, and I came out of the dent. But now it's champagne showers when we poppin' the champ. Uh, we dug all up fast in they tracks. Niggas can't be us cause they rats. Stand tall, put a finger, never that. I know a nigga had it all, went to the bin and get it back. That's why I'm humble as ever, and I rumble whatever. Don't chase hoes cause they come with the cheddar. I see my man, girl, start acting bougie when he fuck with the cheddar. Before you knew it, niggas was fucking the better. I knew about it and I wanted to tell him I felt funny as ever. But when I told him, he went running to tell her. Damn, remember I was down bad, I'm talking under the cellar. Now the Rolls Royces come with umbrellas for the rain and all the pain that we've been through. If you don't feed your wolves, they gon' put you on the menu. That's why I be with family and some boys that I've been new. If money determine loyalty, we cut you with a ginsu. And all go against you, facts. Rule number one, never count your homie pockets thinking you deserve it. Rule number two, never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses. Rule number three, say you sell that money, shit, you better stop splurging. Cause when it's all said and done, and you back at the bottom, they gon' treat you like you worthless. Respect the game, fuck the fame. We millionaires, fuck the watch and little chain. Niggas disappear quick as Lil Zane. You feeling yourself, I know you got a little lame. Just hold your composure. I seen this shit happen over and over. That couple hundred thousand holding you over. That ain't real money, that's bill money. Buy Rolly, get a real money. Catch a case, pay a lawyer, take a deal money. Now you tapped out, ain't got no appeal money. Calling home like niggas that did you wrong. But when you had that money, you could've put niggas on. And the moment that they put cuffs on you, your bitch was gone. Student at a game, I'm just ahead of my class. I'm that nigga, but I never got my head on my ass. I'm doing good, but I'm ready for bad. And you won't never catch me frank, cause I'm used to being second to last. Respect the game. Rule number one never count your homie pockets thinking you deserve it. Rule number two never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses. Rule number three say you sell that money, shit, you better stop splurging. When it's all said and done, and you back at the bottom, they gon' treat you like you worthless. Respect the game. Yo, yo, yo! Yo, what's good, family? Yo, you was listening. To the unforgettable, the one, the only. You are listening to the voice of. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the motherfucking show, man. Um, what episode is this? This is episode seventy-four of this shit we be doing every week, man. Um, if you didn't hear before, man, I am your uncle Sean Don P. Usually, how I start this podcast, I say what's up to all my first time and last time listeners, and a special shout out to the people who listen every week, every episode. You are much appreciated. Please like, subscribe, do all that shit. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, tapping in. 
usually how I start family time. Um, we come in here and you know you talk to your uncle because this is family time, and I tell you about how I tell you about how my week has been going. I tell you about what's been going on in my neck of the woods, and I am here today to tell you, um, I'm good. I'm feeling blessed. I'm feeling healthy. Um, as of this moment right now, um, I feel blessed, man. I feel lucky. Um, I don't take nothing. I don't take nothing, but just a great attitude to everything that's going on in my life. Good, bad, and different. Um, most of you that tune in on a daily, you can tell, you can tell, you can tell, you can tell by my tone how, um, I'm in a very serious, serious point in my life where um, I'm shedding off the the extra fat, shaving off the extra fat. Um, I'm shedding my skin, um, and I'm just evolving and becoming better and a greater me. I've been held back for a while now by a lot of attachments that. Um, I told myself I never wanted to get rid of those attachments simply probably um, just keep it real with myself just for the fact of being like quote unquote a real nigga I never wanted to let go of some attachments that were probably toxic in my life but um, for the sake of being a real nigga and doing the real thing um, I I've been on some other shit just keep it at that but um, I'm thankful things happen how they happen. Um, I'm thankful my eyes have been open. Um, and it's just it's just a reality, man. Um, really, um, I wanted to come in here because I had something on my heart, and I'm gonna just bring it all together in just this this statement. Um, for all my young kids on my young um people listening to this that may have not gone through the same things your uncle is going through please let me school you before you have to go through the same thing maybe you can hear this you can learn from it um being an uncle and what an uncle always represented to me was giving game you know what i'm saying um giving game to the younger generation and people who would don't have the same circumstances as you or who do have the same circumstances as you to know and steer them in the right path so they don't fuck up so they don't fall in your pitfalls that's what an uncle do that's what an og do so if i can just give y'all point point zero 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 one percent of game in any one of these episodes i'm glad to do it but what i want to tell my young people is just Channel your energy into shit that benefits you. Channel your energy into some shit that won't have the outcome to harm you. If something is possibly going to harm you physically, emotionally, or, you know what I'm saying, mentally, don't bother with that shit, man. Shit ain't worth it. Shit's stupid. Um, It's a waste of time at the end of the the day. But um, I don't look at these type of things is losses Um, i'm learning to now look at everything is just a chapter and a page in a book and honestly um yo this this novel this book of mine this this story called life um yo 
this this shit's crazy. This shit's an adventure. Um, I love the ups. I love the downs. Um, it makes me who I am. And I'll never, I'll never um, talk down on somebody um, that's not willing to grow and become a better person. I'm always going to give um, people room to, to, to grow and be a better person because I have to look at it. You have to look at it as in, yo, not everyone was raised in the household you was raised in. Not everyone grew up in the same circumstances as you were. So you cannot tell them how they view the world is wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just let that be a disclaimer. You can't tell anyone the way they look at the world is wrong because you do not walk in their shoes. You have not lived the 20, the every 24 hours a day that it comes to be that person. I'm saying you can't look at um, this goes to everyone. You can't look at Donald Trump. You can't look at future. You can't look at um, Beyonce. You can't look at fucking Megan Thee Stallion. You can't look at no one and tell them how to live their life unless you've actually lived their life. You have. You didn't grow up in Texas rapping, um, learning to rap from your mother. So you can't tell Megan. You can't give Megan really advice on what she's going through because. You don't know her And that goes for a broader topic Like yo There's some people who didn't grow up with A father There's people who didn't grow up with a mother I was blessed to have both of my parents In their life In my life And I'm, I was blessed to know what A two parent household feels like And I've seen so much shit In my In, in my parents household I've seen fights. I've seen, I've seen it all within a marriage. When it comes to that, I've seen, I've seen my parents go through the worst of worst, like the worst of worst of worst of worst, to the point where it's like, yo, I don't, I don't think I can do this no more. I, like considering um, divorce, but I've seen them. You know what I'm saying? Through God, through prayer, through faith, through trust, through healing. You know what I'm saying? They was able to stick it out and rekindle and, you know what I'm saying, hold on to what brought them together in the first place. So, if you didn't grow up with that type of environment in your house, a lot of people, a lot of people, and this goes for the world, a lot of people don't know what love is. A lot of people can't accept love. A lot of people can't recognize it. And it's very distorted, especially with social media and TV, everything's so accessible. Every person's so accessible. Now you can, you can literally hit up anyone in the world. You can buy a hotel. You can rent a car. You can get to them. You can pick them up. Y'all can meet. Y'all can link. Y'all can fuck. Y'all can accidentally get pregnant, and y'all can have a baby just from knowing each other for two hours, knowing each other for a week. You know what I'm saying? Shit's very possible Shit is Crazy But When you get caught up In shit like that You Don't know Exactly who that Other person On the other side is All the time Just cause shit Moves so fast It's just I don't even know how to Um I'm trying to case it All in this In this Just idea of In this idea of just Yo like 
channel your energy into things that will progress you if you're in a relationship or you're in anything we don't feel like you're progressing or you're doing better get out of it you know what i'm saying seek better um if you're in a relationship i would say you know what i'm saying try your best to make it work because you never know until you try i've seen people put in the work and try and make something work and rebuild you know what i'm saying something real um but that's hard to say for people who haven't had a mom or dad in their life and they just don't know how to love they only time they f they feel something re most remotely close to love is when they're you know acting on their carnal nature to like you know what fucking humans do you know what i'm saying reproduce fuck you know what i'm saying um that stems a lot of problems in motherfucking society and that just brings me to um another motherfucking topic that was on my heart to fucking talk about um i, I was you know of course on social media going through tweets and shit and i seen a tweet from a young lady i do not know her her name is iman europe she tweeted love yourself so deeply that it frees you and when i heard that quote i really thought like yo that's a beautiful quote that's a deep ass quote that's like yo you have to love yourself so deeply that it frees you from all attachments in the world so you can literally you can literally move on with life and be happy again knowing that you can have that same happiness within yourself you know what i'm saying that it becomes free but i want to just keep it real because i you know what i'm saying i've seen a lot of people retweeting this shit and a lot of you bitches be <laughs> y'all be loving yourself and freeing yourself so much that you know what i'm saying y'all get lost you know what i'm saying y'all free yourself and then you get lost you know what i'm saying you get lost on like the internet you get lost in perception and reality because you on instagram all day clicking looking at the shade room seeing all these girls and all these relationships they saying oh my nigga doing this he cash apping me this after he scammed this and that and like you know what i'm saying y'all just live your life off lyrics you live your life off the perception that yo these celebrities is having a ball they're happy because they say they're doing this and that and you know what i'm saying you get lost in what actual reality is y'all you know what i'm saying you free yourself so much you get lost you know what i'm saying then unfortunately y'all become property of the streets after that after y'all get lost y'all become property of the streets because think about it ain't no more real streets when it comes to like entertainment and shit like that you know how rappers be online be like yo i'm a gangster be talking all into in their phone like Yo, I'm a gangster, like, pull up, like, all that. Niggas be acting so gangster on the internet, so internet is the fucking new streets, and you bitches be for the streets simply off the fact that you half naked on the internet, like, just a click away for, like, who? Nigga, like, anybody, anybody can just, you know what I'm saying, get caught up in the shit you see on Instagram, and then, you know what I'm saying, everyone's drawn to shit like that, so, just naturally, um, yeah, but I went off on a motherfucking rant, yo, but, um, I'm happy, yo, 
my week has been good. I've been working out, keeping my head straight. Thank you to um all the people in my life who continuously send me good morning texts um and just inspire me to do better be better and just um put more reassurance on myself that nigga I, I mean i've always had just the inkling and just knowing like nigga no you're special you're you know what i'm saying i always think like yo how am i not special if i feel special like you know what i'm saying so you just have to have that self-belief in yourself that self-drive you can't seek validation from any outside source especially outside sources that don't help you keep a positive energy keep a positive outlook a lot of and, and this one but tell to a lot of these the these whores if y'all weren't search such whores and hoes a lot of you hoes could have had millionaires in the fucking make y'all gotta have millionaires if y'all would have stayed down and supported the person you love or claim to have loved you could have had millionaires because they would have been so focused because they was not worried about your thought ass being for the streets but you have to learn that lesson some people are just for the streets some people don't know how to love they don't know what it is to love they've never seen it work in real life so they can't picture it for themselves and that's sad and you just have to come up with the realization they may be for the streets and yo give them room to grow that's all you can do for people you don't have to go back to them and run back to them and be up under them and try and help them because you can help them you can only help someone for as much as they want to be helped if you dying got a bullet wound you trying to help another person on the ground you know what i'm saying dying with a bullet wound you're gonna die before you even help them because nigga you both hurting and y'all ain't helping nothing y'all just hurting both of y'all chances of surviving being happy all that shit but um you know what i'm saying channel your energy focus your energy into better things um sorry for being so long and drawn out but um sometimes i gotta come in here and just you know let off a load i feel a little bit better after getting that all off but um we got a lot or a couple of things to talk about um this week a couple things in sports um a couple things in entertainment music um a few things in politics but um i'm glad y'all here man it's family time and let's get to the shit oh yeah and before we start the show i want to say special motherfucking shout out to um jose special shout out to my brother aj special shout out to michaela um special shout out to cc um special shout out to kareem happy birthday to my motherfucking brother louise um it was his birthday i believe yesterday um shout out to my cousin talia tahira um shout out to my sister um a couple other people i want to give shout outs to that's you know what i'm saying uh just been there Falani, shout out Falani. we're gonna talk about Falani later he um dropped a new fucking project salute him but shit man we got a lot to talk about let's get it since we started on toxic shit and channeling your energy we gonna continue with breaking news the first shit that popped up on my timeline this week yes we are here to talk about it 
Vado and motherfucking Tahiri. Now, for the people who don't know who the fuck Vado or Tahiri is, don't feel bad because I kind of didn't know them before this week. But this week, a clip popped up on my timeline. Apparently, it was from like a VH1 or MTV um, show called Hip Hop Boot Camp, Marriage Boot Camp Edition. And basically, rappers and celebrities and socialites they um go to this little boot camp they're in a house with a a bunch of other different couples they do like activities to strengthen their relationship find out the deep-seated deep-rooted problems that they may have and try and you know figure out their relationship now i know tahiri personally from dating um i believe she is the the baby mother of Joe Budden, the rapper, um, now podcast host. Um, basically, that's his baby mother, Tahiri. And Vado is a rapper from, I believe, New York. I believe he was once romantically linked with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club. So just a little history lesson for you. But now, Vado and Tahiri have had a friendship for a long time. They are deciding to take their situationship to the next level but seems like they're having problems i've seen um old love and hip-hop clips and episodes where joe budden and tahiri was fighting and before i get to what happened this week with vado and tahiri i want to just establish a pattern of kind of toxic behavior between tahiri and the men that she you know i'm saying involves herself with what you talking oh that skirt look good bitch first of all this clip is from loving hip-hop new york um basically it's a clip of basically it's titled joe cheating on tahiri or tahiri finds joe is cheating that was cute back then too huh Joe, the makeup though, nigga, we needed to. Oh, I was looking for you, honey, babe, Joe. You working? Finally, he's a bad actor. <laughs> I've been afraid to tell him that I got the role I auditioned for. He's already expressed that I'll be abandoning my relationship if I get this gig. Oh, this is the third guy that does that. Six weeks. <laughs> already, she's saying, okay, this is the third guy that did this now it's kind of weird that she's already establishing that she has past relationships that haven't worked out for whatever reason um let's continue yeah i don't know if you can handle this one so i didn't even count joe as that break it to you but i got the role and i have some time to think and i'm going to take the role so how do you think Oh my God, I'm going through that right now. No relationship. I want your support. Like, I want you to, like, be proud of me. Guys are so insecure. I look right now. <laughs> Not like this. I look like the guy whose relationship was already on the rocks. And now we're just adding rocks. I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Okay. I'm going to stop it right there. While Joe was probably annoyed because if you voice your opinion to your significant other um you kind of want to be heard you kind of want to feel like okay your opinion matters rightfully so in joe's standpoint 
on Tahiri's side, I can say, yes, um, I don't know what their situation was. She went out for a role for something. She got it. Um, she just wanted him to be proud of her. Maybe Joe should have been more proud and more excited for her. Maybe she was looking for a reaction to be like, yo, I want you to be excited because I'm excited even though you didn't want this. But that's neither that's neither here nor there because while Joe is saying, yo, congratulations, um, even though I told you that I didn't want this to happen and if you went out for this job, then I was not going to be really willing to be a part of this relationship she went ahead and still did it miss disregarding his feelings which a lot of females do they disregard their male counterparts feelings and while joe is saying yo our relationship is rocky bitches love to just add on more shit and more shit when shit is rocky instead of clearing out the fucking rocks in the fucking relationship but while joe is you know telling her this she's looking on the bed finding hair i told you that you would go out there and do whose whose hair is this i'm a strand scanner (laughs) i'm adding rocks and there was a friend of yours on my bed the other night nothing took place in this room outside of two friends having a conversation two friends in bed oh this wallet She's a change. I've been going for three days, Joe. You don't change it. He's a clean man if she's a change after three days. Oh, dirty. Where are the pillowcases? The pillowcases were dirty as well. Why do you think it's acceptable for women to be on my bed where I sleep? I'm trying to answer the last. Where we have sex. I'm still trying to answer the last Where we cuddle. So this is what happens when I'm not around? He got a lot of nerve checking me. Oh, there's still a show? Oh, Joey's still breathing? Oh. A lot of things. But I would not tolerate that disrespect. Okay, 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 okay. Now, granted, Joe, you were definitely in the wrong. You probably shouldn't have your friend over the house while your girl's gone and in your bedroom. But it's very possible you could have had her in the bedroom and not done anything. Probably not. But right away, Tahiri is exhibiting signs of crazy manic behavior, not being able to control her emotions. And this is what I feel like carried over into her new situation. So you're saying that I might She's as well have had sex I had someone sit on the bed. You motherfucking best mom, believe it. Why, the pillowcases was in the cut? They were on the chair. Yo, seriously? They're dirty. Okay, dirty with what? There's foundation on the pillowcases. And that's acceptable? Now, Tahiri grabs the sheets and throws it at Joe. Joe is sitting down, very calm, very, you know what I'm saying, relaxing tone, not trying to invoke an argument, which a lot of niggas do. They don't be trying to argue. Nigga was just listening to music in his headphones. He was still a rapper at the time. He was trying to probably focus. This was his job. This was his work. His girl comes in. Niggas can't focus. Like, that's probably why Joe Button retired from rap. You is in the crib trying to scan the dictionary for all types of words make the make up these fire ass raps and all you want is your girl to come home you know what i'm saying give you kisses hugs tell you she love you and let her allow you to get back to work 
This nigga couldn't focus for shit because his household was always in a fucking disarray. This nigga couldn't focus for shit. And this is why a lot of niggas go crazy. This is why a lot of niggas don't be focused on their grind. They don't be on point because they shorty be tripping. Now, let's say this has nothing to do with nothing. And, you know, Tahiri learned from this. Joe learned from this. Mainly Tahiri learned from this to you know not get physical not to do all this shit but now when she's on marriage boot camp this clip pops out basically where Votto the first clip that came out was Votto basically sitting on the couch next to Tahiri she starts talking and then seemingly out of nowhere out of nowhere he just jumps up and grabs Tahiri like he was about to choke her. I look crazy to y'all. I look extra aggressive. Yo, like my ass down, yo. No, 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 no. Fuck it out. Oh, no, no. Like, you lucky I don't you, yo. Are you kidding me? This house is on fire. Just threw that apple on my face with these hands. So that came with no context. All it came with was them saying new marriage boot camp coming out soon soon to be followed up by the doctor who basically is um i believe he's like a clinical psychologist and doctor and relationships and health and love or whatever basically he came out to say um he posted the clip and said this is not okay y'all never ever i couldn't believe it happened dr ish wrote his in his instagram caption everybody froze going to do everything we can to make it right and he added to hiri um meaning basically basically saying yo we condemn this behavior we don't condone men putting hands on women and nothing like that now when i seen this with no conscience i'm sitting here like yo what vado is canceled he's out of here what the fuck i wanted to to literally be like my nigga like what are you doing like not even this is the most important fact you should never put your hands on a woman it doesn't matter she shouldn't be able to get you out of your zone where you put hands on her but on top of this was really bothering me fam you're around mad other people you are a grown-ass man with cameras in the room this is not even just like heat of the moment this is like nigga like you're either dumb or smart nigga there's cameras in the room there's mad other people in the room and you're putting your hands on a female as if it's as if it's okay like granted i don't want to be a hypocrite i've actually done something really similar to this i'm ashamed to say but i'm gonna just keep it real this is your uncle speaking from experience so you won't have to do the same thing granted i don't know what the situation was about we're gonna get to but my situation um the girl i was with at the time who we had went through a pregnancy and the baby was not mine we were still dating and i pulled up on her and i found out she was pregnant again with another nigga's baby that wasn't mine 
me being young at the time and just hurt, I, you know, snapped. I basically made the little choking thing and basically grabbed her, but then soon realized, yo, I'm tripping. Let me leave the room. While I did this, there was no one in the room. I regret it. To the young lady I did that to, I apologize. I'm just being real with myself. I have to live in my truth. It was wrong. So I can understand where you can get mad, especially me in that situation, going through that. It's not an excuse. I was wrong. And Vado was 100% wrong. I should have got my ass beat. Vado should have got his ass beat. A lot of people were killing other men who were in the room because they did not do nothing. Granted, they were sitting there with their wives and their significant others. So it was very shocking. Like, yo, we're in a room trying to counsel and do all this. And y'all are acting out crazy. So I'm sitting here like, yo, there's like the, the clip was 28 seconds. It was very little to interpret just the first part of it. I look crazy to y'all. Terry starts talking, says, I look crazy to y'all. And I was like, okay, why do you look crazy? Because they just posted this clip without any context. Extra aggressive. <laughs> yo, like, oh, my oh, hands, yo. No, 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 like, no, no. Fuck it out. Fam, just seeing this was crazy. So I had to wait before even making any comments on it. I had to get a little bit more information. Thankfully, we do have more information now. First off, Tahiri responded on her Instagram with the Instagram post that said, by now, I know you I know that most of you have seen the clip of tomorrow night's episode of Marriage Boot Camp. Please read my response below titled Tahiri and in her caption, she said, first, let me say that I am devastated. This will be shown for the world to see, but I fully understand that I have chosen to live my life good, bad and ugly in front of the camera. Let me be clear for all those people who are saying that this was scripted. It is not. As a woman that has already suffered physical abuse at the hands of a man, why would I ever want to relive that? There is no check big enough for me ever to play like that. Also, I appreciate the love and support that I've been receiving since the clip was released online. I ask for just a moment of privacy as I figure out the best way to address this publicly in detail hashtag tahiri hashtag i got me now that statement was extremely vague of course it's never 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 okay to put your hands on a woman it's sad to hear that tahiri has suffered this um before um but soon after, Vado responded on his Instagram and said he responded and said nobody was hit. And in the caption, he put great editing. Just watch the show. And he also continued by going on Twitter. I get it. Y'all don't know me, but those that do know that I'm one of the most humblest mannered people there is with that being said did i lose my cool yes i did because regardless of what i should 
had never grabbed her by her clothes as a man were supposed to protect our lady. Period. Even if they are taking our kindness for weakness. You know what I'm saying? Let me read that again. We are supposed to protect our lady. Period. Even if they are taking your kindness for weakness, but continue to watch the show and you will see who the aggressor was. Now, when I heard that, I sat, thought back, okay, this is very similar to another situation we're going to comment on later. But this also just brings me back to a clip I seen um, of the show in earlier weeks. And I was wondering, like, what is Vado and Tahiri doing on this show? Then... I seen this club of basically um, Tahiri blowing up on Vado. Since you want to be an ass, I'm going to be an ass. We was just pop, she pop, I pop back. She talk slick, I talk slick back. So, right there, Vado kind of explains a relationship when they get into their argument. She talks shit, I talk shit back. She pop shit, I pop shit back. You know what I'm saying? That she just said it. She gets mad and takes it off and all that. Yeah, you do that. And right now, basically, during this clip, they're at marriage boot camp. They're playing a game where basically your partner wears um, like an electric um, little bracelet. And whenever the other person taps it, they get shocked. And all the couples are around and they're doing this. And apparently, Vado shocks. Tahiri one too many times she doesn't like it she thinks it's unnecessary and this is the result girl got issues man you've been shocking me for no reason shock me go ahead i'm shocking you for a reason no you didn't shock me for no I'm reason you for i'm talking to them and i'm not talking to you i'm talking to you now tahiri hits him with the chair i can't even trust you so you lucky you ain't got it all right now. I'll be here three times. I don't care. I don't care. Leave you me lucky. alone. Leave me alone. You lucky. You done got hit about five times right now. You so you whack. You twice. can't even follow a simple Put your, put it back on your wrist. And because you don't even know what I'm shocking you shocking me out of spite. How you know the I'm shocking you out of? You just said I was yelling and I wasn't yelling. Tahiri. They are actually fighting in front of everybody. Every other couple seems very chill and just willing to play the game how it's supposed to be played and they are wild come on Tahiri you gotta put a lid on that you ain't never learned nothing so what the am I doing here wasting my time time is money and you don't pay the bill so don't waste my time alright clip ends right there and that's one thing about a toxic relationship toxic relationships tend to throw out shit that that you know your partner is going to get affected by. Apparently, Tahiri knows that um, I'm not going to speak on Vado's pockets because I don't know his pockets like that. I don't know if he's having. I don't know. I don't know shit about shit. I'm guessing. But Tahiri comments and says, yo, that's why the fuck are we here? You're not the man of the house because you don't pay the bills. Now, any man, if you hear that from your girl, your significant other, you're going to feel some type of way. Girls know how to make guys mad. I don't know. I don't know, fam. Like, this looks like it's been a long time in the making coming from them. And they're just letting it all out in the marriage boot camp house. 
But literally, later or earlier this week, I saw another clip of Tahiri and Vado arguing. I'm saying, wow, this is really now starting to follow a pattern. Look, Hazu just told me that you zipped your jacket down. Really? You had a conversation with Hazel and then have a conversation with me? No, I'm having a conversation with you now. I told, like I told Hazel, I was speaking. Because you felt like she could tell me. I did not know though. I couldn't believe that my man was bringing something up that Hazel had told him. Listen, I was just, I just walked over there that she told me. I didn't know nothing. If she don't like what she's seeing from my woman and she tells me that, that's a girl that's looking out for me. Are you serious right now? Whether right or wrong. Are you kidding me right now? She's looking out. Are you kidding me right now? No, I'm not. If I was in a bathing suit right now to be in the pool with y'all, what is the difference? You don't speak on nothing that nobody got to say about me. What? You sound crazy. Yeah, you man. look at them and you say you keep you my girl's name crazy. out your mouth. I was hot. You made her uncomfortable. Mm. She didn't say that. She said, no wonder, Votto. But you can't just put out your titties in front of everybody's men. That's what Votto has a problem with. She threw it on you like you had a conversation with her oh, about she? what I wear. But now I feel like I'm being disrespectful. Yeah, shut up, man. Shut up. All right. Another clip where it was just painfully evident these niggas have a toxic relationship. Just how they speak to each other. Like, this isn't, this is on camera. So I could imagine what the in the crib fights are like. Like, I'm surprised none of them have caught a fucking charge yet. Cause fam, just how they talk to each other, the, the, the disrespect it seems like they have for each other just seems like it's at an all time high. But now, um clips from the most recent episode of marriage boot camp the moments that led up to the Vado grabbing tahiri video came out they now you know did what tv does put out the first clip that has the most drama or most or, or most um clickbait title and just you know shit that they know is going to take off they knew as soon as they seen this happen that this was going to go viral they knew it was going to go off they knew tahiri was going to put out a statement they knew vada was going to put out a statement they knew the marketing that they were going to get from this we tv is a channel that just profits off drama and bullshit and it's the same it's the exact same channel that keeping up with the kardashians is on and they've been with we tv for a long time so i already know what type of shit we tv is on they just they love to make fake drama and beef fake beef and i'm not sure if this video particularly is fake beef but this is the canoe clip that preceded the first clip of Vado and Tahiri. If she walks away, if she walks you don't shut up. Yeah, you right now you would have shot me. I'm so now I'm guessing this is the moments before Vado grabbed her. Vado was sitting in a chair. Tahiri is about five feet from him. She grabs two apples out of the center of the table and proceeds to yell at him. Shocked me and I would have been deserving of it. Yes, this is part of the list. What I'm about to do right now, it is part of the list. Yes, if I would have got shocked right now, I would have deserved it. But you know what wasn't part of the list? Mm. Mm. Damn, nigga, threw two fastballs, two fastballs at this nigga's 
at this nigga's jugular, fam. Like, really, really, really lucky she missed this nigga's head. She pegged two apples at this nigga. And, nigga, two Granny Smith apples, nigga. Them hold some weight. Votto posted this clip and said, yo, nobody's the victim. We both were wrong. Me more because I'm a man that tried to take the better route but couldn't once it was no apology and continuous disrespect i lost it i went out like a straight sucker and i apologize to all women once again but ladies please keep your hands to yourself hashtag us too now rightfully so vado you were right you went out like a sucker um but you know what I'm saying? A lot of people have let anger get the best of them and gone out like a sucker. Um, don't put your hand on women. You know what I'm saying? If a woman even tries to hit you, just run in the other direction, fam. You're not a pussy. Um, and the thing about that, a lot of females, like, for example, we brought up the... Um, I'm done with this fucking Vado situation. I'm going to get off this. But we brought up the Drea situation where she basically glorified a man physically harming a female like oh that nigga don't love me if he don't hit me this nigga don't love me if he don't rough me up Drea literally said yo that's what I hold on let me play what this motherfucker said I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that you know drove <laughs> them down this snapped Esque mm. type of road, and mm. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much, you shoot me in the foot too. Like, but as long <laughs> what the that is very Dre like. Drop a grenade. What the? You want you what? I want you to like me so much that if I'm trying to get out the car and you're like, no, sit your fucking ass she in the peeps. car, and she I'm like, peeps. no, nigga. I'm fucking getting out the car. No, you're not. He shoot bah, you bah. in the foot. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that's the shit I be talking about. Yo, this goes on to another subject off the first subject I came in on. Yo, we, we, we as kids growing up in the hood, in the black community, we idolize the gangsters. We idolize the hustlers. And a lot of them dudes was just doing that shit to provide for their family. And Hollywood, a lot of people, they glamorize. They glamorize um, the motherfucking like drug game. They glamorize the gangster life. They glamorize the shit that they shouldn't glamorize. You know what I'm saying? And they expect a hood dude or a dude selling weed, um, making fast money. That's what they, you know what I'm saying, fantasize and idolize about. When it's like, yo, you would rather have a nigga to possibly go to jail for 20 years and that beats you and that is aggressive towards you and all this shit, but you wouldn't want real happiness and peace and you don't have to worry about getting your ass beat and nigga coming in in off the house off perks and zen like nigga live peaceful don't don't add stress into your life nigga like literally fam like redirect your energy it's all about channeling your fucking energy but since we on drea um we came in here last week told you about how megan and stallion is going through a lot and how we not going to joke on it um but i've just been thinking about that situation and um 
I kind of want to apologize to Tori because I don't know. We still don't know what happened. Um, a lot is being said. Basically, like, yo, Tori, we're basically speculating that Tori shot Meg and this happened and this happened. Um, it's in Calabasas, Hollywood Hills, where I'm sure there's mad cameras and mad security. So I'm sure it's on video. And Tori was allowed a bond. He bonded out. And you know what I'm saying? He's still in the country. So I feel like if Tory was at some guilt, they would probably still have him in jail. So I'm not 100% sure if we should totally demonize Tory till we really figure out what's going on. Because, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be crucified by the media. You don't want to have to, you know, rebuild everything you've done because of one situation. I know this has been traumatic for Meg. And um, she was the one injured in this, but I still, still, still would like to hear Tory's side. I don't want to just completely cancel him because um, we do not have all the facts. But um, still praying for Meg. Hope she gets better. Rihanna sent her some Fenty. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, I was um on the internet and I was seeing some shit about Rihanna sending Fenty to everybody yo shout out Riri you know what I'm saying Riri please send me some Fenty that that new Fenty I heard um she is doing a new campaign with Lil Nas X and ASAP Rocky for her new men's Fenty skin and this is um her speaking about it three simple steps to go through with you to go on the skincare journey and I love seeing the campaign thank you and honey, I noticed that ASAP Rocky like, was making a debut in your campaign and looking skin. at very I mean, fine in the process. Yo. How do you have better skin Damn, on what the fuck? I don't know. Half these girl. I don't know what's going on with that audio, fam. This is her um, speaking about it. We had these three simple steps to go through with you to go on the skincare journey. And I love seeing the campaign. Thank you. And honey, I noticed that ASAP Rocky was making a debut in your campaign and looking a very fine in the process. How did he get it in the campaign? Well, he's, to me, in, in the industry, he's one of the guys that, like, everybody loves their skin. I mean, I've always wanted to know, like, how the heck do you have better skin than, like, half these girls? I mean, like, what, what do you do? But I wanted men to be represented because this skincare line is gender neutral. I want it to be for everyone. And so you don't, men get scared to use skincare. They think it's like a feminine thing. They think it's just for girls. And I don't, I, I don't like that idea because we all have skin, we all wear skin. And so I needed that male representation in the campaign. And so Rocky and-, and we had these you know what I'm saying? I need that. I need that new Fenty Riri. Come on, send me a little bundle. You know what I'm saying? So I can get Fleet Default. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be out here. You know what I'm saying? Killing these bitches with the. I told. I told. I told one of my female friends, yo, if it was acceptable for niggas to get long ass nails, yo, we would be killing y'all bitches in the nail game. I ain't gonna lie. We would fuck around. Shit, get a get a lineup. And get our nails done We be Y'all listen We would kill y'all Females Listen Listen They ain't ready for it Listen When I come out with them French tips <laughs> Alright man In other news Yo 
gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to do this to start it off, man. It's only right. Out in the street, they call it Some island beef, some bad man things stirring in it. Y'all listen, fam. Listen, listen. We taking this back to my homeland with it. We got some homeland beef making it to mainstream media. Now, if you didn't know, now you know. Movado, very, very popular Jamaican artist in Drake. Yes, Drake from Canada, the the Degrassi's own is now entangled in a beef now a lot of you probably heard um drake drop a freestyle recently i believe he was on the song with um heady one i believe it was called only one freestyle and it kind of went a little something like this Close my jam, it's you for a chain and give it to a sweet one called that Maya Jama. Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa. Used to do lean and wah. Closet full up with designer, coming like Panda Panda. Yeah, gal just came to the booth and asked for a wheel. She never heard drill in Atlanta. Arabic thing told me that I look like Yusuf, look like Hamza. Habiti, please. Anna Akid, Intiwana, Akhla. Whip hop skull in Gaza, but not that Gaza, but still it's a Maza. Niggas want peace like a Saba, but we let bridge them burn like Graba. Boy, four in the clears and one in the heady. Hand no shake, man, hold that steady. You man love pose with a ting for the picture. You man should've bust that ting already. You man love hezzy, hezzy. Yeah, can't back chat to the prezzy. You know when the beef just tastes like veggie. Y'all go risk for the mani petty. CC bag look nice for the Birkin. That was my jam. Now, I know a lot of y'all heard that. A lot of people was just shocked because Drake got on the flow and um did his thing, man. I really like that track, but... Some of us who read deeper into things and really love this hip-hop shit, we noticed a couple things in Drake's bars. And I'm here to break it down. First off, Drake says in these bars, Habiti, please. Anna Akid. In it one Anna Allah. With Pop Skull in Gaza. But not Gaza. Not that Gaza. But it's still a Maza. Niggas want peace like cassava. But we let bridge them burn like graba. Now, I know a lot of you is thinking, yo, Uncle Sean Don, what do you what do you mean? What are you talking about? Now, to understand this, basically basically you would have to go way way back probably about 15 years ago um this is if you would compare it to hip-hop beef in the united states this is as big as east coast 
West Coast, but in the islands in Jamaica specifically, there has been a war of words between two places, two hoods, one known as Gully versus Gaza, um, also known as Gaza League. Is it about? And for years now, people have been thinking it's been getting physical. A lot of shit's been happening between these two camps. A lot of deaths. Um, a lot of shit in the streets that is not needed to be said here, but it's very heavenly implied. Basically, this feud between Gully versus Gaza basically started about 15 years ago. It was started by legendary artists that you may know, Beanie Man and Bouncy Killer. And those two basically attracted a lot of artists um, to either of the camps gully side now consists of Mavado, which is beefing with drake elephant man bouncy killer sarani um among others while gaza consists of vibe vibes cartel spice and beanie man but if you're asking what really brought um the latest war um basically it all started when vibes cartel who was a DJ with the Alliance, whose members included Bouncy Killer. However, he soon fell out with the leader of the group, Bouncy. Um, excuse me, Bouncy Killer. Um, basically, um, him and Vibes Cartel had introduced Movado into the industry, and even wrote his first five songs. He also, at the time, he saw Movado prosper and basically, you know, blowing up. He basically forgot about him. So Bounty Killer took Movado's side in the beef and because he did not get along with Beanie Man, who was Gaza, the two fell out over, you know what I'm saying, basically what a lot of the great kings and heroes and great men of our times have fell out over. Yup, you guessed it, over a woman it's always over a girl man it's always over a girl man if 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 people would just learn to be loyal man you know what i'm saying you cannot teach loyalty and that's the lesson right now cannot teach loyalty but basically the two fell out over a woman called angel who was a bounty killer's girlfriend in fact beanie man had spent about eight million on his wedding with angel but damn my nigga this nigga drop eight mil see niggas could drop eight mil on shorty and shorty will still go fuck with the ops will still go fuck with other with another nigga that's crazy this nigga dropped eight million on the wedding with angel but the marriage lasted for less than a year angel left beanie man and hooked up with her ex-husband's nemesis bounty killer again now apparently um beanie man is in a whole new relationship with a shorty named barbie um a lot of people are saying this on the rocks that's neither here nor there but basically um some people say um um cartel was disappointed with his level of attention in his career and um it's basically why he left the group but now on to this Drake beef. Drake has been known to, you know, switch his vibes. You know what I'm saying? He may pull up in Barbados with Rihanna's 
uh, brother and her relatives. Yo, he loves Rihanna. But, he, you know, Drake just travels. He does his thing. He's very re- well respected in Jamaica. Um, most recently, I believe he signed PopCon to OVO, the label. And um, his relationship in, uh, you know, Jamaica has been solidified. But a lot of people seem to not, you know, want to accept Drake. Basically saying like, yo, my nigga, you from Canada. You was on the grassy like you ain't you ain't no gangster you ain't no you ain't about that life you ain't no bad man you know what i'm saying but basically um after drake dropped that only one freestyle basically aimed at movado basically because drake used a play on words about the place where he grew up which is cassava it's actually called cassava peace but cassava for short also alluding that gully versus gotta battle which basically um him and vibes cartel in 2008 there was a whole thing um but basically after drake sent these shots i'm gonna play it again soon after um actually i'm gonna play uh movado what he had to say to drake Alright, right there, we're just going to break that down. Cassava piece, that means my army base. You know what I'm saying? That's where he's from. That's where his soldiers is stationed at. Letting Drake know off tops. Oh my god, Mavado! Yo! Yo, this is the craziest. Yo, Drake is really so entrenched in this music shit. He's beefing with legends. And legends who have been beefing within their homeland for like 15 years. Drake is somehow involved in it. But let's break down exactly what Movado said. For those of you who cannot understand Patois, um, I will do my best to break it down so you can understand. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version of this verse. Oh, hello. We got to start it at the first. <laughs> so first line off this, <clears throat> he says, go fuck yourself. Fuck your first and fornicate. Basically saying, yo, fuck yourself. Um, you know what I'm saying? Go fuck yourself. Basically, what he said in the first part, when he mentions where he's from, cassava piece. He says, cassava piece. That's a me army base. Push up me ratchet in a nabani is. Basically saying, yo, 
you're not coming to cassava piece because that's my fucking army base if you do push up i'm gonna push this glock in your fucking barney ears (laughs) (laughs) oh shit that nigga going after features this nigga said drake had barney ears let me continue Telesophic little sheep Little moron So he says yo Drake you're soft like a little sheep And you're stupid and you're a moron Die trying But you will never be a yard man The mortician Is send me full them up With carbon Basically Basically he's saying yo You can die trying but you'll never be a yard man. You know what I'm saying? And for those of you who don't know what yard man is, it can be someone um, that is a gangster. It could be someone who's, you know, cut from a different cloth. Basically, yo, you're not a bad guy. You're not a tough guy. Stop trying. It doesn't matter how hard you try to fit in with all these bad dudes. You're still going to be soft as Drake. That's basically what um, Movado is alluding to. Um, and then he mentions, um, I'll have you see a mortician to, you know, um, help you out with the afterlife and he will fill you up with carbon, which can be bullets, basically. Um, I don't even know if we need a finite, like, yo, <laughs> yo, he burnt this Nigga, hold on. Hold on, yo. This nigga went off. Yo, listen, man, they going at him. They're going at Champagne Poppy's head, basically saying in one of the last verses, he said, Fire pin catch tan skin like jerk who rise against gully than my sleep in the dirt. God. God damn, I haven't heard a beef like this in. I don't know what to think, fam, because it's like, yo. Yes, Movado's connected. Yes, he's a gangster. Yes. Where he comes from is treacherous and dangerous. Um, I've heard some things about Canada too. Um, shout out the Goonies in Canada. Um, shout out Pressa Armani. But fam, this is crazy. I never thought I'd see Drake. Out of all beefs he's been in, I never thought I'd see Drake in a fucking rap beef with a reggae artist and Movado. To be exact, fam. 
I gotta hear what Drake said. How's my jam miss you for a chain and give it to a sweet one called that Maya Jama. Giving up gifts like Santa, sipping on Santa. Used to do lean and wah. Closet full up with designer, coming like Panda Panda. Yeah, gal just came to the booth and asked for a wheel. She never heard drill in Atlanta. Arabic team told me that I look like Yusuf, look like Hamza. Habiti, please. Anna Akid, in Tijuana, Akhla. Whip hop skull in Gaza, but not that Gaza, but still it's a Maza. Niggas want peace like a Saba, but we let bridge them burn like Graba. What? Four in the clears and one in the heady Hand no shake, man, hold that steady You man love pose with a chain for the picture You man should have bust that ting already You man love Hezzy, Hezzy Yeah, can't back chat to the Prezi You know when the beat just tastes like veggie Y'all go risk for the Manny Petty CC bag look nice but the Birkin Listen, man, I don't know who's coming up on top of this um, But honestly, fam, if it gets us Fire like Movado just dropped and Drake dropping bars going off and if it's gonna get us this, I'm I may be all for the beef because this shit. This one of the hardest shits I've ever fucking heard, fam. I'm sorry. Drake, yo, you got washed in this, fam. Listen, it's the first time I've ever seen it. I've never seen Drake get washed like this. Wow. Wow, from go to to Meek Mill to to Pusha to Kanye to Movado. Listen, man, Drake, uh, you you gonna have listen. I, I hear the album's coming in September. I need a response because this shit right here. Ooh, boy, listen. I gotta call. I gotta call my cousin Marquis up, fam, because this shit is crazy. In other news, man. I mean, great news and amazing news. Coming fresh off the presses, Loon, if you don't know who Loon is, he has been released from federal prison. Um, if you don't know Loon, he was a artist who was signed to Bad Boy, um, I believe in like 2010, he was signed or actually I believe he was like in 2003, but he was, well, how I know him, he was an artist. Um, he had this super dope ass song with Mario Winings. It was called Down For Me. Let me see if I could if I hold up. Woo! Oh, yeah. No, you hear that. Oh, yeah. It's your turn now, kid. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, I want a woman that's down for me. Come on, come on, come on, come on! Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
ever Now uh. shake this around just for half my cheddar Wanna play, wanna laugh together Even flash together And girl, you can get the cash from that Not let it go to the second verse, man, because I'm gonna just sit here and rock out, man. I just remember this song so vividly, man. Fucking watching 106 in Park, just coming on the countdown, real, real late in the countdown. Yo, I I did not know a lot about Loom. A lot of people, a lot of my OGs have been telling me about him. He was a real gangster nigga that just so happened to be able to flow. You know what I'm saying? Link up with Diddy. And um, make something happen But unfortunately um, He got arrested while on a trip to Brussels He was arrested on November 22nd, 2011 um, And in May 2012 He was extradited to the United States In July 2013 He was then sentenced to 14 years um, Imprisonment for conspiracy With intent to traffic one or more kilos of heroin and um basically july 29th 2020 he has been released from prison um he's been in jail for in prison for a long long time and to see the support and love and just the outpour of just the outpour of love for him i believe he was on the phone with diddy he was on the phone with a lot of friends family um, he was picture, you know, posing on the Rolls Royce, you know what I'm saying? Because he really held it down for years. And um, while in prison, he converted to um, to um, the Islamic faith. He is now a Muslim. And I just wanted to share this video of him speaking. Um, I believe this is outside the courthouse, but it just really touched my spirit this week, dog. It's just a, it's a blessing. I just went live. I'm learning this stuff, you know. But this is the first masjid I prayed in. Almost nine years. Wallahi, I done prayed in cells bigger than, I mean, like smaller than your, 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 your children's closet. Toilet right here, sink right here. You know, sometimes having to try to avoid praying towards, you know, the toilet. You know? Loudness all around. Hey, listen, subhanAllah, Aki. This is why I try to explain to the Muslims right now what we're going through. This is your means. This is your opportunity to get close to Allah. This is the opportunity to take whatever it is you have in your present, not for granted. Wallahi, you know, you have no idea how I feel right now. Like, subhanAllah. I just, I'm saying just a blessing for a brother to be out, be able to be with his family and just <clears throat> coming from a man who spent a good portion of his life behind bars. Like any, any hood nigga, any gangster nigga that I've met had interactions with because my uncles, they tell me stories all the time and just. I jumped out in the street at a young age and was doing crazy shit, um, going in houses, robbing people, just just foul shit, which 
to this day, I I just do I go extra and above to do good for people because I want to just somehow like um just you know dissipate my old karma and um hopes to you know do better and give to people and share with people and just um make a positive impact on people's life and him just saying that coming from jail being so positive um to take every moment as your last to live life to the fullest take advantage of what you have or take advantage of your freedom a lot of people don't do that a lot of people just um take their freedom for granted not knowing you know what i'm saying you can get locked up you can get killed any day of course rest in peace george floyd ahmaud Arbery, brianna taylor we're gonna get into a story about brianna taylor but i just want to um tell my people to be thankful and thank god every day that you free and back to my original point like these prison dudes um my my uncle's friends my father's friends who talked to me like yo they've been through it they've been in cars where the whole car got sprayed up the whole car got sprayed up my uncle got hit seven times you know what i'm saying the only thing that saved his life was a call from my grandmother i'm saying just that one moment my grandmother called him at that second he moved and he was only hit with eight bullets and if he hadn't moved a bullet would have hit him directly in his head so you know what i'm saying god is real um believing is real doesn't matter if you're muslim doesn't matter if you're christian jewish whatever you know what i'm saying whoever you believe in in a higher power um take advantage of that speak to your god speak to yourself and just do better for yourself you know what i'm saying just realize you can't do better if you don't want better for yourself all right man in other news since i was already kind of on this top topic of just um people that you know living your life to the fullest every day because you don't know what could happen um <clears throat> one person who still has not got justice and a person who did not get to live their life to the fullest brianna taylor is back in the headlines unfortunately not because um they arrested her killers but because a dj i believe his name is jw lucas who's worked with the likes of the baby lil uzi vert um i believe jack harlow lil dirt basically he um shared his opinion about um brianna taylor um and basically how she lost her life basically the tweet said why is the world asking for justice for Brianna Taylor? Of course she shouldn't have lost her life, but do you realize that she was involved with multiple drug dealers who were using her house as a trap spot? If you sign up for that life, there are consequences." End quote. And I don't even have to tell you guys what reaction it got on social media. People were basically saying jw lucas is another example of why black folks and hip-hop in general need to stop allowing outsiders to feel like they got the right to comment on any damn thing involving the culture you were a guest and now you are excused hashtag justice for brianna taylor also some other people were saying yo jw lucas actually amazes me how you can be such a predominantly black industry and still find a way to justify the killing or defend the killers of an unarmed sleeping 
black women. I don't even need to read any more comments because you already know how I'm coming with this fam. Is you fucking kidding me? Shut the actual fuck up, J.W. Lucas. Are you like to even insinuate you possibly deserve to die because someone at your house may have been doing something illegal and you're sleeping and just because you know that person automatically automatically you're tied to their life and their lifestyle that you deserve or you may be warranted to be killed in your sleep fam that's the most insane thought i don't give a fuck if they was moving kilos of heroin out of her house that does not mean she was a part of that she could have been encouraging the people in her life to not do that and that's not even a fact no information has came out to support that theory people have been saying yo there her boyfriend was trapping out of there she had other people coming in there trapping out her house so that justifies murder that justifies you coming into the wrong house kicking down the door and just firing because the boyfriend was quoted saying yo i didn't hear them say nothing all i heard was the door kicking and bullets starting to ring out it's all i heard i didn't hear them announce their present i didn't hear them say they had a warrant and still till this day jonathan mattingly brett hankinson and miles cosgrove have still still not been arrested so please arrest these men please arrest jonathan mattingly please arrest brett hankinson and please arrest Miles Cosgrove. Please, 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 please. We are not going to stop until we get justice for this young woman. But switching over into more positivity because I want to keep y'all's energy up. Um, one of our uh, black leaders, black queens, I love her sometimes. She frustrates me sometimes. But she is my Aquarius sister and we share a birthday. But Oprah is in headlines because for the first time in the magazine in Oprah magazine's 20 year Oprah Winfrey is not on the cover of O magazine making way for the queen Brianna Taylor to grace the cover solo you know what i'm saying first of all we just going to give um, some applause you know what i'm saying um it's being reported the 26 year old um, woman Brianna Taylor, who was murdered in her home, um, is now going to be on the September issue, um, and it will be the first ever that doesn't include Oprah's likeness on the cover. Instead, Oprah has penned a message about racism and showcased Brianna Taylor. And honestly, fam, this is the dopest, one of the most beautiful things ever to see this queen um on the cover of this magazine she looks beautiful and i i really salute oprah for doing this oprah's um oprah's credibility in the black community has just been a little shaky after um she was just looking for justice for um women um with the me too movement basically coming for russell simmons uh, i believe bill cosby and r kelly and um yeah man i just salute oprah for being on the right side of this i really appreciate the gesture um i believe she in her message 
or Oprah wrote on Instagram, she said, she was just like me. She was just like you. And like everyone who dies unexpectedly, she had plans, plans for the future, filled with responsibility and work and friends and laughter. I think about Breonna Taylor often. I imagine if three unidentified men burst into your home while you're sleeping and your partner fired a gun to protect you and then mayhem ensued, what I know for sure, we can't be silent. We have to use whatever megaphone we have to cry for justice. And that is why Breonna Taylor is on the cover of Oprah Magazine. Shout out Oprah for the love. And other news, man, we can get into some sports. Sports is back, y'all. I am excited. Um, NBA definitely doing some dope shit for black lives matter is they're starting to kick off the um the new restart season and meek mill did a little promo for the beginning of the 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 new season Just um, super dope, man. Um, we started off the season, well, the new season, and basically they got a lot of new features going on with the NBA. Basically, there's gonna be no fans. Basically, I watched um, the Laker versus Clipper game. I believe that was the second game Is that was played. Going I believe to the first game played first. was I think one of the New things Orleans you Pelicans do versus the Utah Jazz. And basically, they had like instead of crowds, they had the team there cheering on, um, giving the other players energy. But they basically had a virtual stands and basically just had people's faces in fake seats. Um, I seen somebody spotted a picture of Chris Bosh. Um, it gave me, you know, kind of the same energy as, um, as a regular NBA game, just with no fan reaction. But they also had like the speakers in there playing music. They had speakers in there playing crowd sounds and an intense game and intense moments during the game. They had the volume cranked up where it really sounded like there were people cheering in the stands. Um, it was really, really, really well put together. To um, try to get more minutes. So they're going to play him in short bursts so he can go hard. Um, and yeah, and during, because this is the only game I watched. I didn't get to watch the Pelicans versus the Jazz game. I watched the um, LA Lakers versus the LA Clippers. And um, starting off 
the NBA season restart, the Clippers and Lakers kneeled in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. This is during the national anthem. Players have Black Lives Matter shirts on. Bunch of things on the uniforms that say Black Lives Matter, um, just a whole bunch of things on and off the court, just um, showing just solidarity with the movement. And I'm, I'm thankful for the NBA and really taking initiative. It seems like the NBA was um, one of the first, one of the first um, big sports organizations to actually try and implement change and really speak out on it. And um, even um, um, First Take had something to say about Meek Mill's um, social justice piece that I just played. I, I say this all the time. Meek Mill's my favorite rapper. He might not be the best rapper, but he's my favorite rapper. I've always followed him through the days with the braids when he was battling tech you know, and battle rap and you know, shagging out big battle rap fans and guys, Street Z's and all that kind of stuff. But what, he, what, what I always loved about him was his being how authentic he was. He never, when he was coming up and trying to make it, he didn't go, oh, I got this, I have that. He, he didn't never fake the movement of where he was at the time. Uh, I called him one time, it's like, I need a favor for you. He jumped on a, a, a track with my daughter when he was like about to blow up. Just always understood the moment. <laughs> and, and now coming here, I didn't even see that piece before, understanding the moment of where we are in social justice and how he can infect it, uh, affect it and how he can change things in, in terms of prison reform. I'm just happy to see this guy keep continually grow. Well, a lot of this stuff started alone. I, I super, super dope, man. It's super dope to see um, these sports take initiatives. I'm not even sure if other sports can return kind of like basketball i don't even know how it's gonna look for the nfl season but um baseball is getting canceled left and right i don't know what they're doing over there in the in the baseball bubble but um it, it's looking like pretty pretty successful for the nba bubble so hopefully we can get through this season um i definitely enjoyed the lakers game lakers came away with like a two-point win um, it was a super super exciting restart for me, and I hope I hope I hope there's more. I hope there's a lot more. Um, I really don't have a lot more to even talk about. A lot did not happen this motherfucking week. Kind of want to get out of here, but let me see if we got anything else going on before I get on out. Uh, let me see what's going on. Uh, we talked about Ellen last week. Um, more reports are coming out basically saying that, um, maybe possibly Ellen was part of, um, this whole sexual harassment, misconduct, um, accusations. Apparently it was running rampant behind the scenes. Now it's being said, yo, Ellen just wants to just dead the whole show. She didn't even want to come back. She didn't even want to do the shit no more. Um, that's kind of telling, but until we get further information, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> y'all's president in politics news. Your president is 
trying to suppress the vote i guess trying to say like yo i'm not trying to have mail-in ballots but we kind of need mail-in ballots because we're all supposed to be under quarantine there's still coronavirus going around oh yeah coronavirus she's still out here but i know y'all don't care um y'all just out here hoeing and doing whatever that's cool live your lives um tiktok is now it's saying that y'all's president he plans on signing an executive order to actually ban tiktok apparently um it hacks into people's phones and is linked to china and it basically is just china gathering information on u.s citizens just by y'all downloading the app so be aware of that of course nba is back um damn i looks like i missed my team the rockets uh, they're saying James Harden went off But yeah man I really got shit else to talk about Oh I didn't even get into New motherfucking music Let me tell you what should be coming out Either tomorrow Or um, <clears throat> later this week I believe the Fast 9 mixtape Is coming out Today Or very very soon what else is dropping? Um, new music out nine. Um, out now. Shoreline Mafia dropped a project called Mafia Business. Um, saying E40 dropped a project. Curb Commentator. I think uh, Benny the Butcher dropped uh, a tape called Res The Respected Sopranos. Soldier Boy Young Drago dropped King Soldier Nine. And um, Sleepy Hollow dropped the Black House project. And apparently Future and Lil Uzi Vert are supposed to have a joint project. They dropped two songs already. I don't know if we're going to get a whole project or just these two songs. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it looks like um, that is who is dropping. It's Lil Uzi's birthday today. So they dropped it on Uzi's birthday. But yeah, man. Um, oh, and the baby is basically he announced Blame It on Baby the Deluxe coming with 10 new songs. It's dropping on Tuesday. So, new music from the baby, 10 brand new songs. Um, excited for that. But, um, besides that, man, I really got no more news. Thank y'all for coming here and listening to me. I know I was a little bit all over the place today. Um, because my head is in a million places at once right now. Thank you for um, my angel, my baby girl who helps me. Um, she talks me through all this. Um, she's really appreciated and needed at this time of my life. Thank you so much. Um, and just thank you to the people I talk to to just give me a clear head, keep me focused on what I need to do. I do have some news to tell you guys soon. I'm going to be stepping away from the podcast for a few weeks, but best believe this is not the end. Um, I'll update y'all exactly when I'm going to be leaving. But until then and when I leave, I'm going to be here rocking with you every Wednesday and every Saturday. Um, <clears throat> and, just, and just spread love, man. Give people room to grow. Don't hold no one too tight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I heard a saying, don't hold um, something you love too tight or you could crush it. And don't hold it too loose or um, it will fly away from you. You can lose it. But um, good balance, yo. And I'm just thankful I've been through everything in life. I'm not tripping off of the past. 
Um, I'm about to get a new phone, delete all this shit off my phone. I got too many memories I'm not trying to remember on my phone. Um, and I'm just happy, man. Um, I love all the people who love me. Um, I'm not tripping off shit I promised myself. I promised to um, always be there. But if someone was never there for me, how could I be always be there for them? Shout out to all my loved ones, my brothers, my family. Shout out Cassandra. I know your birthday is coming up soon, love. Um, hopefully, I can see you on your birthday. I will definitely be giving you a birthday post. But um, thank you, man, for everyone who listens to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Family Time Pod. Um, just comment, do whatever, man. But wow. You was here at Family Time. This has, of course, been the show. Your uncle is never going to lie to you. He's never going to cap to you. Um, Like always, man, wash your hands, wear your mask, stay safe, and always, man, stay dangerous. I'm out! You tried crying, it didn't help nothing Funny how the time flies Middle school classmates in the crime times These some trying times My girl summertime fine when the time cold too Everybody won't accept nothing but the old you Giving you advice like I'm not gonna hold you I wish you had cause you don't know what I go through They don't know what you They don't know what you go through You keep it on the low too They tell me that they feel me They tell me that it's soulful the Type of shit that make the people tell you that it's so true Right after you say it cause they just feel like know you Feel like they know you, but they don't know you, but they don't know you, but they don't. I know you tried crying, it didn't help, nothing funny how the time flies. Middle school classmates in the crime times, these some trying times. My girl, summertime, fine when the time called to. Everybody won't accept nothing but the old you. Giving you advice like I'm not gonna hold you. I wish you had, cause you don't know what I go through, you don't know what I. I think I need a little more I wrote this for you Cause you mean a little more to me I know you tried crying It didn't help nothing Funny how the time flies Middle school classmates In the crime times These some trying times My girl summertime fine When the time called to Everybody won't accept nothing But the old you Giving you advice Like I'm not gonna hold you I wish you had Cause you don't know what I go through They don't know what you do.
sir. Once again, man. This has been Family Time with Uncle Sean Don P. Please remember, wash your hands, wear your mask. Stay safe and stay dangerous, man. I'll see y'all later this week. I love y'all. Matter of fact, since I love y'all so much, I'm going to leave y'all with an extra jam. Yeah, dude. You know, I could really use a job. Yeah, you could use a job. You know, a job, you can have a good job. Not just any old job, but a real good job. You know what I'm saying? Any ideas? Well, if I may, uh, look, career decisions can be important endeavors. You gotta take your time, not jump whenever the weather feels a little better. Priorities over pleasure. But there's nothing wrong with incorporating some leisure and other measures so you're not hopelessly tethered. It's something like a meaningless pursuit. It ain't gotta be necessarily cute, but you want something that grabs you by the roots, right? A love quest so when your thoughts is black, an employer you can enjoy and look forward to that. Kinda like how I look forward to rap, something cool, and you ain't gotta go back to school. Set your own hours, powers and agilities, takes advantage of all of your natural abilities. Something like your dream occupation, a clean obligation and a steamed operation. To where modern modeling goes You'd be surprised There's Muslim women that just be modeling eyes McDonald's models that just be modeling fries Look at these Buy some from me, please Ah, uh, you're such a tease Ooh, with extra cheese Look at you Satisfying basic human wants and needs But it's levels to it There's many other leagues You can model water bottles to send the children in need Or for the environment and bring attention to bees With modeling Look at Mona Lisa, model. Michelangelo's cousin even modeled for Jesus. That's from the Bible. Fabio was on the cover of novels. Mrs. Butterworth became a whole bottle. So many models on everything that we swallow. Even though bananas nasty and I ain't mad at Chiquita for providing all that potassium. You know, the Barbizon book has started a lot. You could be one of those haircut models on posters and barbershops. Or maybe even one of them catwalk spinners that be swirling like dervishes. So many modeling agencies and services if you think about dabbling. But beware, there's certain agencies that are just on wraps for human trafficking. But don't be scared, you'll be dazzling. European to African, you're my. 
in front of the camera. Men and women of all kinds and all shapes all over the world are sharing their great testimonials of triumphs after receiving our complimentary book. Stand in front of a TV camera with confidence, knowing you have the training to get you started. Remember, 